Welcome to Just Slayin'. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Hannah. How you doing today, Caitlin? I am doing well. I just got some new chickens. Baby chickens? No, we got uh, four little teenagers, uh, little laying hens, because I just, I can't raise any more babies. Can't do it. <laughs> they broke my heart. Oh, oh. <laughs> so we got some teenagers, and they're they're so cute. Um, there's a, their breeds are also kind of their names. <laughs> so it's oh. like Cuckoo, which I love. Uh, the Barnavelder is Barney. The, Ooh, okay. Uh, Buff Orpington is Goldie because she's gold. What? Why not Buffy? <laughs> what? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. I'll pitch it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then there's a Copper Moran who we don't really, t- uh, call her anything. My mom says we should name her after her. So maybe it'll be Sandra. Sandra. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind of tea are you drinking there? I am. Um, I've got a, a licorice tea. It's called Black Adder. Oh my! Uh, you love it or you hate it. Yeah, I think I hate and that. I, no, I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Different size of the uh, something on that. So, uh, so what do you think of um, this Buffy episode we watched this week? Well, it was the second half of the first uh, or of the premiere, so. Um, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, we left off on a real cliffhanger. I know, to be continued. So that episode and this episode aired the same night on March 10th, 1997. Ooh. I know. What a, what a day to be alive. <laughs> the special two-hour series premiere. Um, I thought it was, I mean, you know, it's fun. Season one is always kind of a trip to rewatch. I I rarely rewatch episodes from season one, so this is good for me. Okay. Well, I don't feel like I return to it that much either. Yeah. Do you have seasons you do like to rewatch? Um, oh. no, just like specific episodes, of course. Oh, right, yeah. They're I, usually from like five to seven. I feel like those are my mm, favorite seasons. I think that the best seasons, like objectively, are probably three, five, and seven. I'll always have a soft spot for six. <laughs> uh We'll get there one day. Yeah, we'll get one day, <laughs> years down the line. Years down the line, we'll be opening episode six. I bet we'll be pretty good at that, like, know oh, how to work yeah. our microphones by then. Yeah, we're doing great. So yeah, let's jump right into this episode. Buffy and Vampire Luke are in, what do we call this, sarcophagus? The sarcophagus. Cement coffin. Buffy's in trouble. And he is repelled by the cross necklace she's wearing. Which, the cross from Angel. Yeah. Course. Well, the cute stranger in the alley. We don't actually know his name yet. Buff, mysterious man oh. is how I described him in my notes. I said, uh, like, some, some cocky asshole. Oh. <laughs> I'm not into Angel. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's see if that changes uh, mm. by the end of this episode. All right. <laughs> okay, so Buffy repels Luke the vampire out of the sarcophagus. He snaps back she escapes and then she runs out into the cemetery and who does she run into another vampire and baby willow being attacked baby willow yeah and buffy saves her right quick and together they find a knocked out xander being dragged off by two vampires and i don't know if you wrote down her sick ass move she does she like simultaneously kicks and punches like she punches one and kicks the other so she kind of like makes an x with her body 
Ooh. It was good. It was very good. Great move. And they both just fly back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they pull Xander off the ground. Uh, the question now is, where where is Jesse? Like, yeah. Xander's friend, episode one, he's been presumably taken. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's definitely been taken. Yeah. Then- and I also want to say I like that her cloud blue fingernails matched her billowy blue shirt. Oh, well, that was her going to the bronze outfit. Yeah. Of course she was going to look good. <laughs> Buffy dr- very dramatically whispers, Jesse, before we're whisked, whisked off to the credits. To the theme song. Again, oh, this yeah, song, song still bangs. And I can tell, like, if I wasn't convinced by the first episode, I know this is going to be an incredible show. Mm-hmm. 1997, I am nine years old. I'm almost nine years old when this premiered. And I, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm a little young. I didn't actually watch it at this time, but. I would not have been ready for this show. Yeah, I don't think I would. But I was Was watching like Xena and X-Files around this time, I think. Oh, I was not. I was probably heavily into Spongebob in that (laughs) era. (laughs) Spongebob gal, huh? (laughs) Yeah, and like Rugrat, like the old Nickelodeon. Some, you know, Rocco's Modern Life. Mm -hmm. I was watching that. Doug. Hey, Arnold. What about cat dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Angry beavers. <laughs> all that. <Yeah. laughs> Angry beavers. If it was on Disney and Nickelodeon, I was watching it. Yep. Same. <laughs> anyway. Same. All right. Happening? So the episode opens in the, in this gloomy library and Giles is given a speech. He's like spinning a globe. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an armful of books. He's still talking, um, about, you know, old world magic, old demons. But Xander can't believe it. He's all, you know, vampires, slayers. What is this? He's suspicious. Buffy's cross necklace is enormous. I did not realize it was that big. Does she wear it through all seven seasons? She I, must lose it at some point. I think point. it gets smaller later. Because that Magics? is very large. Yeah, it's very prominent. Practical, like, though. Yeah, for her. But yeah. if she saw somebody wearing it at school... You'd be like, whoa, that's that's a lot. That's very big. Yeah, and like, if you're her mom and you didn't raise her to be religious, are you like, uh, are you religious now? Like, do you? What do you think? Yeah. What do you think Joyce's stance is on religion? We don't know much about this mm. woman. Do you think she's very pious? <laughs> Let's see. She's spiritual, not religious. <laughs> <laughs> I think Buffy. I think Buffy's the same. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but it bu- did get that loot guy off of her. That's true. Yes. So it came in handy. Thank you, mysterious stranger f- from the from the back alley. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I just want to point out um, how curly her hair is. Like she's just had mm. this. You know, she's taken it out of this little hair clip. Done her fighting in the cemetery, and now it's very, very curly. But That's just so at good. the ends, it's perfect. I'm obsessed yeah, and with I- her bangs. I also think she might have reapplied her lip gloss on the way to the library. <laughs> when did she find the time? She just sets an unattainable standard for all of us. <laughs> uh, Xander's shirt also has a bunch of green mushrooms on it. That's all. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Didn't notice the <laughs> mushrooms. Um, yeah, what's Giles talking about? Like how vi- vampires came to be? Their lore? Yeah, he's saying that... The last 
vampire like to be banished or to leave the world uh, fed off of a human. Um, so now then the human turned into kind of the same creature and had to feed off another human. So they're repeating this cycle talking mm-hmm. about how essentially vampires are here walking the earth now. Yeah. But are they only in Sunnydale? Are they, they must be everywhere, but yeah. Are they just attracted to Sunnydale because they're on a, a hell mouth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, think so. Yeah. And Do also think it's like Mecca where vampires will make a pilgrimage there like once in their life. Maybe. Or, well, there's more than one hell mouth, right? Probably. Mm, I feel like I should know that. Could be entrances to hell anywhere. Okay, yeah, I believe that. If any any listeners out there want to uh, email us and let us know, are there more than is there more than one Hellmouth in the Buffyverse? And if so, how many? Like hundreds or just a select few? There's got to be some. Uh, JustSlayingPod at gmail dot com. Great, thank you. <laughs> yes, uh, Giles also says um, that as they mix their blood with others to make more of themselves, they're waiting for the animals to die out and the old ones to return. What does that mean? Like they're going to eat all of the, the animals, hu- the humans. Waiting oh, for the humans oh. to die out. Oh, well, they're not doing a very fast job. I know. Take forever. There's still a lot of humans. Yeah, I don't know if everyone's on the same page about that. <laughs> I feel like, there's definitely yeah. some vampires just uh, living, well, not living, but... Uh, living, living it up. <laughs> they are existing. Yeah. Okay, so now, what's happening? They're leading... They're leading Jesse, these two vamps mm-hmm. that got him from the cemetery, are leading him down... Yeah. Into what seems like the the ruins of the cathedral. Yeah, and this is the Luke lair? and Darla, who we've Luke. met. Yeah, they bring Jesse as an offering to the master. Oh, the master is like, oh, is this for me? And Darla's like, yeah, he tastes great. And master's like, <laughs> what? You ate it? I've been waiting three score years. <laughs> so that's what, 30? 60 no, years, scores, yeah. Scores 20. Yeah. <laughs> three score years. 60 years. Yeah, but Darla got hungry. So, um, the master's a bit, the master's a bit upset. He's yeah, he's mad. Miffed. But Darla and Luke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got, they've got a good excuse, because they've run into this girl who stopped them from bringing more sacrifices. Mm-hmm. The master slayer. is intrigued by this idea, yes. A slayer in their midst. Uh, I also want, uh, Graydon, uh, my almost husband, pointed out that the actor who plays Luke was also an X-Files. He's a big X-Files fan. He said Luke plays a shape-shifting alien, or shape-shifting aliens in X-Files, which was the main storyline, which I don't remember at all, but I haven't rewatched X-Files in a long time. Interesting. So he's also kind of a shape-shifter in this show. Oh, that's true. Uh, (laughs) One hundred of the percent of the times I've heard of him, he's been (laughs) shape-shifting. Two out of two. (laughs) 100 percent happening okay so we just master just uh got word that there's a slayer hanging around of course and then uh, we cut back to the library yeah so master's what is he hopeful is he excited scared he seems excited or at least yeah. intrigued yeah that was my impression too hmm uh, All right, yeah. so giles is giles is kind of giving him the rundown the uh buffy's the slayer and she she kind of gets all noble about Jesse being her responsibility and mm-hmm. like it being her her job to save him. Yeah, well, she is the slayer. 
Yeah, it's true. But the others want to help. Like, Willow suggests calling the police. <laughs> and Buffy's like, you- nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Their guns are no good, she says, which is true. Can it slow a vampire down? Uh, probably. It'd probably just piss mm, him off. Yeah, but it's not going to kill him. They're brainstorming ways to find the lair, and Xander suggests um, an electrical tunnel that runs underneath the tire- entire town, which, yeah. how did he know that's, that? That's also super convenient yeah. to just have a tunnel under the whole town. That sounds like a, a drug ring. Yeah. Or at least a, a probable drug ring. Yeah, or, or a vampire ring. So, who gets a bright idea in the end? Buffy. I know this. <laughs> She says, uh, oh, she remembers that Luke came at her from behind, and yeah, and she's like, oh, that m- must be where their hidden door is. Duh. Would you say, like, do I have brain damage? I don't know. She said that something would be. Um, yeah, so then we're back in the vamp lair. Luke says he knows she's a slayer because she fought him and lived. And he says the last time that happened was in 1843 in Madrid when someone caught him sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and they plan to use Jesse as bait to lure in Buffy. The master says she'll come to us. That's right. And then <laughs> the vamp, the vamp says to Jesse, "Congrats, you've <laughs> just been upgraded to bait." Nice. All he's good for. Uh, I love this next scene because we're back in the library and Willow's on the computer, and they're zooming in on some city plans. And Giles is like, "So these are just publicly available?" And was like, "Uh." Yeah, but I accidentally found them when I was decrypting the city council security system. Yeah, shady <laughs> shit, Willow. What are you I know. up to? I can already see how useful she is. Yeah, she's a whiz with the computer. You learned this in the first two episodes. I know. Xander calls her naughty, proving how useless he is. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy, um, Buffy's not that happy, though. She's a little bit... She's a little bit freaked out about having been beaten by this vampire. He just snuck up on me. Yeah. And she realizes this is where the tunnel entrance is. And we get a flashback to when he snuck up on her and it's in black and white. And that's how we know it's a flashback. <laughs> tosses her across the <laughs> <Yeah>. room. <laughs> by her neck. Yeah, um, she's, I don't know. Does she heal super fast? Or yes. is she just impervious? Mm, she's not impervious. And then Xander's like, all right, let's boogie. Let's do this thing. Buffy says, uh, nah, I'm the Slayer. I'm going alone. And he <laughs> he responds, I'm inadequate. That's fine. I'm less than a man. Which, shut up, Xander. So far out of two episodes, Xander's been whiny in exactly two episodes. Oh my god. Yeah, he's not happy about being left behind. Um, yeah. But Willow's got an idea to help. She and Giles are going to do some research about <laughs> the harvest. Yeah. Basically, I just you guys. Sorry, I just want to point out in this scene how close his face is to hers. Like if it was a a librarian having a conversation with a student, like his his mouth is six inches from hers. I it's know. very weird, but like for the shot, it makes sense. It yeah. just is very weird. Their eyeballs are almost touching. They're it's, like having a nerd connection about research. Yeah, it's very cute. The Giles both very excited. Yes, except the Giles doesn't understand the computer and he calls it a dread machine (laughs) and then he says i want you to go on the net (laughs) i'll stick to my books (laughs) 
And then we get a first glimpse of Buffy assigning Giles as her father figure when he says, do I have to tell you to be careful? And she gives him a look like, don't worry about me, Papa. I wrote mournful yet knowing look. Oh, more. Okay. <laughs> Maybe she, well, I don't know. She's wigging a little bit. Yeah. I, I have a feeling she's a bit scared. She was obviously touched though. Yeah, definitely. Will he remain a father figure to her always? Who knows? <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> yeah, and then Buffy is boss walking her way off school grounds in some, I don't know, light pink sunglasses. I love some them. Dope pink sunglasses. They've got a great sassy frame. <laughs> She's got the massive cross necklace. <laughs> Good V neck top. What's she doing? She's leaving school, but yeah, she's been well, caught by Principal Flutie. Yeah, she's trying. Uh, she's trying to make up some excuse that uh, Mr. Giles asked her to go buy a book because she's such a big reader. <laughs> Flutie is not buying that. No, no way. She's got a free period. She, you know, she's not, she'll be right back. But no, nah, Flutie's not buying it. He shuts the gate to the school and locks it, which seems like, don't people have to come and go during the day? I mean, it seems like a fire hazard. Well, I suppose they could gather in the courtyard, but... General best practice: don't yeah. lock your students in. That's weird. Yeah, were you allowed to leave campus in high school? Yes, one one time mm. when I was a senior. One time? Well, no, like one one semester oh. when I was a senior, we had uh, like free periods and we could go and like go to work early or study or mm. whatever. I used my free period to hang out with my friends at the subway and the Dairy Queen. Nice. <laughs> we didn't have free periods. We just got out early like our senior year you could just have like half a day which they stopped doing that a few years later but i yeah i left at like noon every day my senior year that sounds awesome (laughs) i know there's the uh arizona education system for you (laughs) don't worry about it (laughs) all right so after principal flutie shuts the gate buffy's not having it she freaking backflips over the gate you just see a shot of her shoes landing Dude, and she runs off. The clip is ridiculous. <laughs> she doesn't she does, even bend her knees. <laughs> she does a few, like, very athletic flips these first two episodes. Yeah. Like, over the sarcophagus, over railings. Later on, yeah. Later, yeah. Look forward to some Buffy flips later on. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. And now we have Xander and Willow walking down the hallway uh, at school, and they're coming up with some sort of plan something to search for on the internet just terms yeah they're looking up things to search for the harvest like what's the connection between this and i don't know whatever giles is researching (laughs) and then uh xander says like she's gonna do that and then i in the meantime will help by standing around like an idiot thanks for your input yeah clearly clearly he's cooking something up and willow is on to it oh you think he's gonna sneak out i mean he did say you should go to class and she says don't you mean we should go to class and he's like oh yeah yeah totally will's like just let buffy handle it your manhood is not in question (laughs) yeah that's a big theme for xander yeah yes (laughs) yeah so then they just kind of discuss the weirdity of it all like slayers vampires yeah they're they're feeling helpless but um We'll see what Xander gets up to. (laughs) He's going to chemistry. Next scene. Buffy is sneaking into the mausoleum. In my closed captions, I have rat squeaks. (laughs) Oh, mine said animal squeaks. Mine were less clear. Nah, clearly the sounds of rats. They're 
full up in this place. And then we, she's found the door, the secret door, but it's locked, and she immediately knows cute, mysterious, cocky strangers behind her, and she's like, you don't got a key, do you? He is such a bad actor. <laughs> what? What? Take that back. I won't. Take that back. <laughs> don't insult Dark Stranger. He's also, I mean, this is the most expressive he'll ever be. Yeah, the frown and the, the arched eyebrow. Yeah, he's moving his eyebrows around. He's he's enunciating yes. words. <laughs> his range is high to low and not just quiet. Okay, this might be some of his best acting work then. I don't know. I think maybe he should just go with what he's good at. Dark and brooding, I <laughs> <Yeah>. think. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but, he he tells her not to go down there. He also tells her his name now. Angel. Um, but yeah, he warns her not to go down there. And that if she fails, then the master will be freed. Why won't he just go down there and help her? Or do I it know. He's like, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Okay. And then Buffy asks this weirdly pointed question. Yeah. Do you know what it's like to have a friend? <laughs> and then he and gets broody. He, yeah, he doesn't say anything. Um, yeah. So Buffy says, you going to wish me luck? And he says nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. But then, after Buffy walks away, dramatically he whispers. <laughs> that was so quiet, I don't know if you could even hear it. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it was about that much time <laughs> before he said anything after Buffy left. She also uh, kicked down the door at some point. Oh, God, of yeah. course she did. Just broke through the chain. Yeah, no lock's going to stop her. Like, you can't contain this woman. <laughs> and then, yeah, we see her walking down some stairs, and a little uh, rat crosses her feet. Yeah, her, like, square-toed, what is that, like a like a square-toed black heel? Yeah. The 90s were all about the square toes. Mm, Ugh. Love it. Yeah, and then she sees, she's walking around, she sees, like, blood on the walls, it's very dimly lit, water's dripping. Still rats. Yeah, lots of rats around. Creature squeaks. <laughs> and then what happens. Yeah, and then Xander sneaks up on her. Like, she could sense Angel, but not Xander. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, what's the deal? Yeah, and also, did Xander pass Angel, like, on his way yeah. out of the crib? Yeah. Did, did Angel say, hey, wait, definitely you shouldn't go down there? I mean, he had to have passed him. Or did Angel hide? Angel, but he probably hid. He, he loves to do that. He doesn't want anyone else to know him except for Hunky Buffy. Yeah, Hunky Buffy. <laughs> anyway, so then Xander says what I think is probably the douchiest line that you could possibly say. Mm. He's got to help his bud, Jesse. Yeah. Besides, it's either this or go to chemistry class. Yeah, go to, go to chemistry. <laughs> the, Xander's... Like, listing the things that um, kills vampires. He says, cross, garlic, stake to the heart. And, I mean, just looking at future seasons, do we ever see garlic used against vampires? I don't think so, but Buffy definitely has some in her trunk. Oh, yeah, which we see later. You will find out about this yeah. later. Uh, Buffy hands him a very large cross. And uh, describing how she once beheaded a vamp with an exacto knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very enthusiastic about it. She's like, yeah, yeah I had this teeny little exacto yeah. knife. He had this really, really thick neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Xander's wigged out. Yeah, 
He'll be fine. He doesn't like it. Cut back to the library. To the library. Giles is contemplating some some books with lots of like woodcut illustrations in them. Yeah, I think he's translating them. And we see this spooky portrait of like a demon. It looks like it's shooting lightning at, at a human, but uh, Yeah, it does look like that. Yeah, and then he figures out that the harvest is set for tonight, the full moon. Kind of just whispering it to himself. I didn't even notice if that text was in English. Probably not. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm going to be pay attention next time probably, to the language it was in. Probably Latin or Sumerian or something. Oh, yeah. Some dead language. Uh, I love this scene because now we're at the computer lab with Cordelia and a beautiful blonde. What are they doing? They're like they coding. are doing some computer coding. Which, What? Is this happening in 19... I mean, it must be, but 1997? I mean, computers didn't have a lot of function besides what you could write yourself. Or, like, there weren't that many websites back then. That's true, but I guess I'm just surprised that it would be part of the curriculum. Yeah, it's a high school class. Okay, actually, that is very strange. Yeah. I took a typing class. Oh, same. I'm still using those skills today. Oh, yeah. How many words per minute you got, huh? I have no idea. Oh, That's come a ridiculous on. ridiculous question. <laughs> I'm like 60-something. I'm 61. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I said 60-something. Okay, so what are what are Cordelia and, and friend talking about tonight? The friend says to her, which is a great line, are we going to the bronze tonight? And Cordelia says, no, we're going to the other cool place in Sunnydale. <laughs> Of course we're going to the bronze. It's Friday. No cover. No cover on a Friday? Seems like a backwards-ass business model. So she tells her friend about the previous night at the bronze where Buffy... Attacked her. <laughs> she did attack her. But Cordelia snuck up on her and yeah. she was on edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we remember that from last episode. She had a stake to her neck. That's that's a tough look. Anyway, she's spreading the word amongst mm-hmm. all the students about this weirdy new girl, Buffy. Mm-hmm. And we also see Willow, who's on the computer next to them, who's researching some earthquake. So yeah, Cordy's explaining what happened at the bronze, and like this stoner butts in, and he's like, <laughs> "What happened?" I can't believe she didn't go. She didn't just say "ew" to him. Ew, I know, right? <laughs> she, she was more preoccupied with uh, spilling the tea. And her friend also says uh, that Buffy got kicked out of her old school. So those rumors, they are a flying. Yeah, this doesn't look good for Buffy's popularity. Mm-mm. Willow chimes in and defends Buffy, much to Cordy's dismay. And Cordy says, Who gave you permission to exist? Do I hone Aww. in on your discussions? No, because you're boring. Oh my Aww. god. I love that bitch. <laughs> She's so mean. <laughs> that was an awful thing to say. I know. Cordy is awful. Uh, I also just want to say, I looked up their ages, uh, how old everyone was in the premiere. Oh my god. How old? Uh, well, so Cordy is 26. Willow's okay. 22. Uh, Harmony, so the blonde sitting next to Cordelia, was 16. She was the youngest one. Okay. How old is Sarah Michelle Geller? 19. 19, okay. And then Xander's 25. Giles Ooh. is 43. And Angel's 27. Oh, interesting. Big yeah. age gap between Angel and Buffy. Well, just like in the show. Just like in the show. Cordelia and her friend finish their programming assignment somehow between 
gossiping and insults. Willow cleverly tricks them into deleting their program. <laughs> she uh, bitch. She tells them to hit the deliver key when it's actually the delete key. Ooh, saucy. Saucy Willow. <laughs> and Cordelia is shocked. I hope Willow's not going to pay for this later. Yeah. Because Cordelia looked pissed. Yeah, no way. Surely Cordelia will forgive and forget. Likely. Back to Buffy and Xander. They're walking down this dark tunnel and they find Jesse face down on the floor. But what's more, he's chained to the floor. Yeah. Like, he's been put here. What's happened? Yeah, and he immediately jumps up with, with a stake in hand. And Buffy just, you know, breaks that chain immediately. And they just hightail it out of there. There's vampire I know, there's peeking vampires. around the corner. And then they run into another group of vampires who... This, this girl's face scared me. <laughs> it was, yeah. It just, like, jumped yeah. out. She's wearing a lot of makeup for yeah. a vampire. She's got the red, red lipstick with her... Yeah. She doesn't have fangs. She, oh, why not? I don't know. Huh. Or they're not visible, but her teeth are kind of, like, short and rounded. Oh, yeah. Of fangy. But she's wearing a lot of lipstick yeah. and a lot of blue eyeshadow and she's also got yellow contacts in yeah do the other vampires have yellow contacts in i don't know let's let's keep track of that but i don't remember seeing them throughout the show so maybe it was something they just tried for a few of them well we do see as they're running uh the vampires are following them in the like a black blackened hallway and you see their eyes just lit up did you notice that definitely it reminded (laughs) me of like the Jawas in Star Wars. Yeah. When you always yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know if you ever see their eyes, but I feel like there's a few scenes where you can yeah. just see like you can see lit in up. The, yeah. in the desert. Yeah. Um, it's, it's... I also want to say that this scene is very, very cleverly shot because when they mm-hmm. camera pan back to Buffy, Jesse, and Xander, like you could tell there's a huge height difference between Jesse and Buffy. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like shot from below. So they all look more in sync. Hmm. They look closer clever, in height. Clever camera angling here. Hmm. I'm impressed. Me too. Yeah, so they're all they're in this room and I you know, I don't think we can get out of here. And then Xander's like, What do we do? And Jesse says, I got an idea and then he's vamped out. And oh, he says no. You can die. You could die. Yeah, and then it fades to black. Commercial break. And then we come back and such a bummer. Sanders like, oh no, I'm so sorry. And just is like, I feel great. I can hear the worms in the earth. That's so weird. <laughs> Do you think all vampires are always hearing the worms in the earth? That just made me think about, like, are vampires hearing everything magnified? It's in, It would be excruciatingly confusing. Maybe they can control it. When they're know. meditating, they can open their ear. I don't know. Vampires definitely don't meditate. That's not a thing. I don't know. So Buffy is trying to trying to get out of this room. She yells at Xander, Xander, the cross! Yeah. He holds up this big wooden cross to Jesse. Does it work to fend him off? Yeah, sort of. More or less. Yeah. And then Buffy can't quite get the door closed, and then needs Xander's help to close it, which seems like a weird, like, I feel like she should be strong enough for that. Because in the next minute here, she pulls the grate off the ceiling with her fingertips oh my god <laughs> and also where is jesse just like did the i know cross knock him out he's What's still he in the room with them 
But he's just not here anymore. Jesse's yeah. gone or passed out. I, yeah, where's Jesse? Oh, we see Xander's uh, sick chain wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he's got that. <laughs> uh, the vampire's following them. They, like, roll open the metal door. <laughs> yeah, so they're she definitely rips strong. it rips it out of the ceiling with her fingers. Xander climbs out first. The vampires are, meantime, coming through the door, like, crawling their way through. Mm -hmm. They're in a short tunnel, and then Xander and Buffy make it out through a sewer grate in the ceiling. Yeah, and then they're in the um, Transformer area. Yeah. Like, Xander gets out first Buffy follows and then her leg gets uh grabbed by one of the vamps but it's daylight so the vampire gets burned and he just you know quickly withdraws his hand yeah but the long long fingernails and there was also some smoke yeah from where he got burned but we also see Xander as he's helping her get out of there his dreams come true as he gets to manhandle her while pulling her away from that vamp he definitely grabbed her butt and oh yeah look at it again i'm sure he got a good boob swipe in there too (laughs) yeah in the end they're both just kind of laying there he's got his arm around her which Mm -hmm. i'm sure is his dream yeah he's thinking about that later tonight (laughs) gross (laughs) so Uh, we're back to the master now and he's whining about the slayer escaping well, yeah, so Vampire Colin has the unfortunate task of informing him that. Uh, and the master straight up sticks his finger through his eye. <laughs> He's like, what's he say? You got something in your eye or something? You got something like, in your eye. Just boop. sticks his vamp finger in there. <laughs> Colin takes it like a man, though. He didn't even, not a peep. Ugh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how he is next, yeah. <laughs> next time. Next, Willow. We're back at the library. She's coming to talk to Giles, and she has discovered something interesting. Hmm, what's that? She's discovered that there were a string of murders around the time of this 19, I don't know, 37 earthquake that happened in Sunnydale. Mm -hmm. Um, And Giles is realizing that his theory is correct and that this ritual has happened at least once before, perhaps many times before hmm. happened about 60 years before three years score before. <laughs> so what else have they learned giles has learned something interesting about the master <laughs> he <laughs> he learns that another vampire is going to feed off of the master yes yes cut back to the master and uh luke is kissing his hand and then the master offers his wrist to Luke, and Luke takes the bite. Yeah, <laughs> the master... just chomps, chomps right in on it. Yeah, the master is groaning. <laughs> he says, my blood is your blood, my soul is your soul. Even though vampires don't have souls, but all right. Just a ritual, I guess. Luke says, my body is your instrument. So Luke is now the vessel for the master. The boy toy. What does it mean that he's the vessel? Uh, every soul that Luke takes tonight will feed the master, and those souls will grant him the strength to free himself. Yeah, so he is busting out tonight. Where do you think they're going to go? I don't know. Let's see. But uh, also the master draws the symbol on Luke's head in blood. It's like, I don't know, kind of a triangle. Is it his thing. own blood? Does he just like dip it, it in must the have wrist? been. 
The master has, I think he has orange eyes, I just saw briefly. Oh, yeah, he's definitely wearing contacts. Oh, yeah. Keep forgetting to look at their eyes. Don't worry, I think we'll see more vamps. Yeah, at okay. At some point. They are all wearing yellow contacts. I don't know, something about that other vampire. She's just spookier than the rest. She was. I hope she gets dusted. Or I hope she's not a major character. I hope she comes back. We should get her on this podcast. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'll look her up. Um, so we're back in the library now. Xander and Buffy return. And they tell, they break the news that Jesse's dead. He's been vamped. Yeah, no one is overly concerned. I mean, Xander seems a little peeved, but Willow's... He kicks a, he kicks a garbage can. Yeah. But that's it. That's all the grieving that goes on for Jesse. Yeah, Willow seems pretty unfazed. I don't think she probably liked him that much, but Xander said it a few times, he and Jesse were buds. They were buds. (laughs) And then Giles tells them the end of the world is nigh. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, and so he kind of summarizes what they know, so I'll read that to you right now. It says, 60 years ago, a very old, very powerful vampire came to the shore, not just to feed, but because this town is mystical. Uh, the Spanish who first settled there named it Boca del Infierno, translates to Hell Mouth, and the Master wants to open it. Yeah, so it's a portal to another world to let all his vamp friends into this realm. But he blew it, and instead there was an earthquake, and it buried him in the portal. (laughs) And he got, like, I guess stuck in between realms. Right. So if this harvest is supposed to happen once once a century... Mm Mm-hmm. This is just kind of a redo from the first time yeah. three score years ago. <laughs> yeah. And so they're coming up with a plan and they're like, where should we go? Oh, yeah. Giles draws a symbol that is on Luke's forehead that I don't know what to call that. It's not a triangle. It's, like a, it's a triangle, but the 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 lines on the outside are curved in. So it's got yeah. kind of like a, a like the inside of a peace symbol. Mm. Yeah, it's like a three pointed star. Um, yeah, and Xander says, we're going to the bronze. That's definitely where Jesse and the other vamps will be. Come on, all those, I don't remember what he says. Oh my god, how could you forget? (laughs) What did he say? All those tasty young morsels, that's where Jesse will be. God, what a creep. All right, so (laughs) Buffy heads home to get some vamp killing supplies. Mm -hmm. But Joyce walks in. Yeah, to confront her. She's not happy. Mm Mm-mm. Joyce has received a call from the principal on Buffy's second day of school. Yeah, not good. Buffy gets grounded. Yeah. She assures her mom it's not going to be like before when she burned down the school. Yeah. Of course. Um, but nope, Buffy's grounded. Joyce goes <laughs> off to make dinner. Stuff being well, a teenage superhero. She says something like, everything is just life or death when you're a teenage girl. Yeah. Um, but Buffy insists she has to go out. Mm-hmm. So... You know, Joyce she, leaves her there. Yeah, she does whatever she wants because she's Buffy. She's g- clearly going to stay in her room and just <laughs> wait for dinner. And- mm-hmm. Instead, Buffy gets out her giant chest and she's got some supplies in there. And it's like holy water, uh, steaks, and then I think you said there's, there's garlic. There's too? definitely garlic and... And like communion some- wafers. <laughs> um. <laughs> wait, I want to talk about what was... What else was in the trunk? Mm. Before all the vampire killing stuff is revealed, she's got like a false bottom tray with like her childhood girlhood stuff. <laughs> like there's 
like a little lacy purse in there and there's like some trinkets and like an old alarm clock it's all very cute and pink yeah there's and a then, tiger stuffed animal and like a scuba diving mask what yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> some fun memories scuba diving in california <laughs> I love that she has communion wafers, though. Like, <laughs> what? Where, where does she get those? What are they for? I guess just a snack. I, mean, I don't know. Does too. she just, like, feed them to vampires? Oh, are they bad or for vamps? They, oh, they've been blessed by a priest. That's the whole concept <gasps> oh. of holy water. Yeah. So that's why okay. it burns vampires. Like, maybe if you just crumble up some communion wafers and throw it at them, they'll hmm. get burned by the crumbs. Interesting. I like that tactic. I wonder if we see that in the future. well Um, sorry joyce we are out of here hold on i want to say okay in the first episode you see her her killing steak and it's very like blunty i want to note that she pulls out a much cooler looking and much much pointier steak yes like i think she can do some real stabbing with this thing yeah that one that's been whittled like she she spent some time on that yeah, she sticks it up her coat sleeve and heads out the window. Yeah, ready to go. Um, so the sun is setting. The bronze is hopping. There is clearly a cover at the door, despite what Cordy said earlier. Oh, yeah, she's got her wires crossed. Yeah, come on. The bronze knows what they're doing. They're a very successful business. Uh, and then we get Cordy and her gals chit-chatting about like how pathetic Jesse and other boys from their grade are. Yes, senior senior boys are the way. They have mystery. They have cars. They have cars. And then her friend starts talking and Cordy, uh, so Cordy's just talk, talk, talk and yip yapping about this. And then her friend (laughs) says one word and Cordy interrupts her and says, hello, Miss Motormouth. Can I get a sentence finished? (laughs) She's the best. And then they just run off to dance. I love this song. I've got to get out of here. Some shitty song. She's a bit of a rude friend. Yeah. But you know what? She's beautiful. That's all that matters. She's beautiful, and she wants to shake her groove thing. Okay. So who who's watching Cordelia shaking her bonbon on the dance floor? It's Vamp Jesse. It's Vamp Jesse. Look how His cool he looks. looks. Really good in this scene. I know. Like so it's smooth. very very smooth. <laughs> you could tell he's cool because his hair slicked back. Did he get a new haircut? Yeah, he looks different as a vamp. And maybe they just put him in a black shirt and told him to brood better lighting oh yeah Ooh, anyway yeah he comes up to cordelia and he suddenly he's not jesse anymore he's like suavio jesse <laughs> he tells cordy to shut up when she's protesting and to dance with him and what do you know she goes for it yeah she's very into it which she just mm-mm. i don't know needs a boy to to match her on her level i think yeah. that's i guess so either way she was feeling it yeah, she was feeling Jesse, whereas previous episode, she really brushed him off. Yeah. Then outside, we see kind of a slow-mo shot of Darla kind of skipping around uh, and her vampire gang rolling up. Yeah, there's like a group of vampires, and they're all menacingly walking, except for Darla, who is downright gleeful. Her arms are swinging. She's like that happy Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> meme. <laughs> yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's got the biggest smile on her face. She's ready. Yeah, she's stoked. Because they are about to fuck that place up. They get in there. They totally bypass the bouncer. Well, they, they bring him inside, I guess. But they kill the power. And Luke takes the stage 
And then I love that somebody puts a spotlight on him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like who did that? Cordelia says, like, oh, I didn't know there was going to be a band tonight. Maybe the lighting guy also thought. Yeah, someone got up there real quick. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they bring the bouncer up and kill him in front of everyone. He starts feeding and uh, we see the master feeling that. Yeah, he's he's not excited, but you see a shot of him like pushing through a a portal or a that invisible I, wall keeping him in yeah yeah there's like an invisible wall to this world that the vamp master i guess wants to get through mm-hmm. yeah that's where he's trapped and clearly they intend to kill everyone at the bronze yeah uh, that guy's gonna be strong the vessel is being filled yes so easy scooby gang r- rolls up too late doors locked <laughs> <laughs> oops bobby's like i didn't know i was gonna get grounded she assigns Giles, Willow, and Xander to clear the people out. And they run to another door, which is also locked. So, <laughs> what's the plan here? Buffy's making her own way in. She's going it alone. Mm-hmm. Slayer style. <laughs> Lone wolf. Uh, Jesse wants to keep Cordy for himself. Darla says, no, they're all for the master. She learned her he's, lesson. He's got vamp face. And please note, yellow contacts. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's very pale. Uh, Luke says he can feel the master's strength going, uh, growing. rather. Uh, Buffy breaks a window and sneaks in. And we actually see the vampire who put the spotlight on Luke. <laughs> he growls at Buffy. So it was some <laughs> vampire's job <laughs> to put the spotlight on him. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, it was. The guy on the spotlight is not concerned about fighting her. Yeah. She looks down and she sees the mark of the vessel yeah. on Luke. So it's she knows. Uh, yeah, and Buffy comes quipping in, uh, just as Luke has Cordy's face in his giant hand, and Cordy is screaming. She does a really good scream. Charisma Carpenter. Yeah, she's great. Buffy does some acrobatics, and she stabs a vamp. Well, I mean, I assume it's a vamp with a pool cue, though he does not die, or he doesn't just, like, dust. You, that pool cue lingers. And then it just yeah, falls. it stays suspended <laughs> midair, and then you see what you presume is the vampire falling backwards. That's a detail I didn't notice first time around. You really glossed over her acrobatics, because oh, yes. she flipped down from the rafters onto the pool table, does another flip with the pool cue, flips up onto stage, does yeah. like a flying roundhouse kick, <laughs> and Luke goes flying into a pile of chairs. He's upset. Yes. Buffy drops her stake while they're fighting. Doesn't look good for her in this moment. Yeah, she's like knocked into a pile of boxes or something. But the rest of the gang finally breaks in. Hard to say how they broke in, but you see Giles like throw a keg to the side. I'm not sure what his plan was there. Break the door with a keg, I guess. Clearing the entrance. I don't know. Maybe they did break in with a keg. Yeah, maybe. But they start clearing people out and then Xander is quickly grabbed by a vampire. And then this is, this is a good move because he's grabbed, the vampire's got a hold of him, and then Buffy grabs a drum cymbal and beheads him. Yeah, she like frisbee throws it yeah. straight at him. And I don't know if it just like landed in his neck, like the pool cue into the other vamp, or if it actually beheaded him, but nonetheless, we don't see that vamp again. Yeah, we assume he's been dusted. Then Jesse is got Cordy on the floor, and. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's. He's straight up assaulting her. Yeah. 
uh, Xander comes up behind him. He says, warns Jesse not to, don't make me do it. And Jesse's like, buddy, come on. We cut to Giles and he gets jumped by Darla, who is very clearly a man in Darla's outfit. Oh, I didn't notice that. I mean, wait, is it clear? I just see... This person seemed bulkier than Julie Benz, who plays Darla. She was standing on the stairs, and she had the full vamp makeup on. Could have very well been her. They could have very easily, like, put a stunt double in here. Yeah. You know, if she had a cold that day and couldn't film. Yeah, or, you know, you don't want to make your actors do those kind of acrobatics. I don't know. To me, that is not Julie Benz. (laughs) I don't know. Unconfirmed. Um... But clearly Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar, has a very good stunt double. Yes. Doing all these backflips. Yeah, and she looks more like her than whoever that was for Julie Benz. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Xander and Jesse. Xander really wants to believe there's still a part of the real Jesse in there, but there ain't. And Luke is about to bite Buffy and says she's the last bite he needs to set the master free because she's the strongest because he hasn't had very many he's only killed what two yeah not that people many on the stage slayer blood is way way stronger that's true but does I that assume. mean that they could have just brought like four or five people to the master and he would have been strong enough like no i think he needed a lot of people or a few people with the slayer mm, okay yeah, that math checks I, out. I think his plan all along was to get the Slayer to come. Maybe this whole thing was a ruse. Oh, you mean from the beginning? Even I though, don't know. But he acted so surprised when they told him maybe he was faking it. Like, oh, there's a Slayer here at the Hellmouth? Who knew? Oh, interesting. <laughs> we go back and uh, Willow, I mean, sorry, Buffy gets out of Luke's hold and elbows him. Uh, Willow throws holy water on Darla on her beautiful, beautiful face to get her off Giles. And, Saving Giles. Uh, yeah, Darla goes running in a, like a cloud of smoke <laughs> <laughs> as her face burns off. So Buffy is fighting this vamp. She javelin throws like a fireplace, one of those fireplace cleaners. It's just some kind of metal pole she found. She javelin throws it through a window and she goes, oh, you forgot about sunlight. <laughs> And he's like, what? Then she breaks the window with that throw, and it's actually just like a light. It's not sunlight. It's like a, a conveniently placed yeah. outdoor light that's and shining in. Definitely still nighttime. <laughs> but element of surprise. Mm-hmm. She's then good. she says, sunlight's about it in about nine hours, you moron. Dummy. And she killed Luke. Master is real bummed it failed. And then also, Xander is threatening Jesse with a stake to his chest. And someone accidentally pushes Jesse into the stake and he gets dusted immediately, by the way. There's no delay there. So Xander really couldn't go through with it, but, but he... in the end, saving the day in a small accidental way. Yeah, in the end, it happened. So Jesse is gone. And then, yeah, that were pretty much good. Everything's all, all finished here. The group kind of get back together. They're like, yeah, we're all good here. And they leave the bronze. And vamps are all cleared out. And we see Angel waiting outside. And it's like, thanks for your help, buddy. What are you doing here? Yeah, he was he just lurking out there the whole time? Or did yeah. he just kind of rock up? I don't know. But he's like, oh, she did it. I'll be damned. <laughs> Get out of here. What's he doing? And then I think Xander or someone says, well, we averted the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Just so casual. And then nothing's ever going to be the same. 
the next day we're at Sunnydale High School and everything looks the same. It's very beautiful outside. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cordelia is telling a different blonde friend Mm -hmm. that, oh my gosh, it was like rival gangs at the bronze. Who knows what that was about, but Buffy seemed to know them. Yeah, she definitely knew them. What a weirdo. So she almost got her neck sucked, but she's she's in pretty deep denial. Yeah, you know, the cognitive dissonance is real. You got to make it real for yourself you know yeah make it make sense I, I don't know how do how do people rationalize these things they just yeah you heard it you know? they're they gangs don't about, they don't know about vamps and slayers they're just in denial the whole city is yeah especially since a lot of weird stuff seems to happen just last episode there was a dead guy in a locker <laughs> yeah that was like yesterday <laughs> <laughs> school's uh still open Yep. As we know, they never closed it. Yeah, so many people have died in the last two days. Then Giles is warning them of future battles. This is is not the end. He says that we leave him with the line of, the earth is doomed. That was the end of the episode. The earth is doomed. Yeah. (laughs) I'm feeling, I'm having mixed feelings about this. Mm, What do you mean? You know, the gang seems good, but Giles, the watcher, is worried. Mm -hmm. It seems like we kind of wrap that up pretty quick what the heck is the rest of the season going to be about don't know do you think the master's gonna figure out another plan does he have any more vampire cronies to boss around i mean there's got to be an unlimited amount of cronies right the master can't go out and make more vampires he's got to have at least somebody that's true he's still got some lackeys left they can read darla's still alive she's yeah. well yeah i don't think the holy water killed her just repelled her a bit yeah just made her face ugly er. so what's um, next what's next i don't know i haven't looked into the next episode but um we can recap this one a little bit mm-hmm. first we we had a little bit of discovery about the master mm-hmm. we know a little bit more now about slayers we about lost jesse oh, we lost jesse bummer we lost a few people we lost the the bouncer at the bronze there's mm. gonna be a job opening there that's right <laughs> for sure <laughs> i don't know some unnamed students died a few lesser vamps luke died luke yes luke got dusted buffy's still grounded so we'll see what happens <laughs> oh no i hope she gets home before dinner <laughs> that didn't take that long that's probably gone like an hour right yeah Joyce probably joyce probably just thinks she's sulking upstairs yeah is it time to do some nominations okay what do you got i have a nomination for actually willow's bitchiest line willow's bitchiest line well yeah surprisingly what because was that? when she says deliver and <laughs> it actually is tricking cordelia into deleting her program yeah but that was justified i mean it was bitchy but it was it was justice could it be a best girl power moment hmm maybe Eh, it's not really good it's but it's a good revenge moment yeah yeah good revenge yeah they were cruel to her she yeah boring that was like the least she could do they were in her world bitches <laughs> i wonder how long it took them to recoup their work oh well i assume they just failed that assignment maybe but cordelia was still allowed to go to the bronze that's true she might be hiding her her true grades from her mother hmm i don't know <laughs> I hope we meet Cordelia's parents. Oh my god. I love that. They're probably nightmares. <laughs> Maybe uh, they're great. I have a nomination for a uh, worst Xander line. Oh. <laughs> okay, hit yeah. me. Uh, when Buffy was saying he couldn't come to help save Jesse, and he responds, I'm inadequate, it's fine, I'm less than a man. 
Oh, Fuck yeah. off, Xander. <laughs> it's not really a cringe line, but it's definitely very whiny and like self-pitying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope he can find a way to help in the future that's not just tagging along with Buffy and putting everyone in danger. <laughs> we'll see. Do you have another nomination? I don't think I do. Hmm. Do you have a, a best girl power moment? I have a worst girl power moment. Yes. <laughs> when Cordy was on the dance floor and Jesse came up to her as a vamp and told her to shut up and dance with him. And she was like, well, okay, just one dance. Come on, girl. Yeah, definitely. Have some self-respect. Oh, my God. He's always kind of idolized her from episode one and two. <laughs> <laughs> Pathetic. Uh, and then I also have one more, just the bitchiest line. I know you had Willow, but mine was Cordy because I think mine's always going to be Cordy. Who gave you permission to exist? Do I hone in yeah. on your discussions? No, because you're boring, which I read earlier, but I just had rude. to say it again. I know. Rude, Cordelia. So rude. She didn't deserve that. I'm glad Willow told her to delete that shit. I feel like the best girl power moment is probably when Buffy slash Buffy stunt double (laughs) are doing Olympic gymnastics all around the bronze. Like, there were three backflips there. There was a a beheading with a symbol. There was Mm. a pool cue in the chest. Rock on, girlfriend. Yeah, the symbol death was probably the best one. I also liked when she threw uh, the guy who had the spotlight on Luke. She just threw him over over the railing there, and he just went <laughs> flying. I don't think he put up much resistance at all. He didn't seem to. Well, Are people just this- surprised? Vampires just surprised that anyone would be able to match their power? And I don't know. Maybe not all vamps have the same kind of Suavio Jesse confidence to, to fight the Slayer. Yeah. Like, they all knew she was going to be there. Right? That was maybe the whole plan. Just, maybe it just was trying to avoid death. Yeah, he probably didn't die from that. Yeah, probably not. Um, well, what else we got? I found my first piece of fan fiction that oh I have God. ever read in my whole life. Here we go. It's kind of a short one. It's called The Skateboard by Raven Roses. I'm so excited. This is a Xander one, hmm. um, and I'm keen to know your thoughts. Okay. All right. Xander lay quietly in bed, eyes firmly fixed on the ceiling. It had been a rough week, and rough felt like an understatement. The week had been a whirlwind that didn't make a lot of sense, but confirmed a lot of strange suspicions he, Willow, and Jesse had joked about the last few years as they grew more aware and the adults seemed to get more oblivious. At the thought of his late friend, a small sob crept up into his throat. He bit it back with a small choke. Xander tucked his knees up toward his chest and rolled to his side. His dark eyes squeezed shut to avoid the vision of his friend turning to dust, but it only made it worse. This was the toughest part of all. He could accept that vampires were real. He could accept that the new girl he had the hots for was supernaturally gifted to kill aforementioned vampires. He was having trouble accepting that Jesse had died. Thinking of Sunnydale made him wonder if their behavior toward Jesse's disappearance explained a lot of the other students and some adults who just seemed to up and leave overnight with little to no word. Xander didn't want to fall down a rabbit hole of blame and conspiracy, but he felt something cold plummet into his stomach and his heartbeat sped up. These people were forgotten and misremembered. It broke his heart. He opened his eyes and blinked away the remaining tears. His gaze landed on his skateboard on top of the cluttered and useless desk. He hadn't ridden it since before his world was turned around. That was his and Jesse's thing. Suddenly, Xander stood up. 
He walked over to the board and picked it up with both hands. He stared at the fading grip tape before flipping it over to stare at the wooden undercarriage. The wheels were gnarled and the trucks were trucks were chipped in spots. I don't know anything about skateboards, so each spot probably told a different story of failure and success. Each one tied back to Jesse. Shifting the weight in one hand, he lifted the skateboard toward the ceiling. Best one's for you, man. Then he put the board under his arm. With the free arm, he swept a bunch of junk on the desk to the floor. Then he set the board down. Xander's hand lingered a moment as he stared at the now barren space surrounding it. Something in his gut told him that this was the first of many pieces, one of the many reminders of people he loved or knew as they joined the ranks of vampires and the dead going forward. As much as he wanted his ignorance back, he knew this was the place for him. He would join Buffy and the strange librarian on whatever they needed him to, to prevent more Jessies from happening, and if they couldn't, then he would bring a piece of them home at least. Someone remembered what really happened. The end. Wow. Very descriptive. Uh, certainly, certainly a mouthful. Um, but yeah, I. it seems this is one of the reasons Xander will never skateboard again. Wow. I, yeah, good tie-in. And I don't think he does. Just that one no. shot in the very first episode. Yeah, such vivid imagery. I felt like I was there. It seems skateboarding was Xander and Jesse's thing. Yeah. And, but at least we know that in his heart, Xander is properly grieving for the death mm-hmm. of his friend. It goes further than the kicked trash can. <laughs> and what, who's the author of that? Raven Roses. Raven Roses. Yeah, it's beautiful. Good job, Raven Roses. Yeah, that was a great piece of fanfic. When did that come out? When did she publish that? When did they publish that? It was published June 2020. Oh, recent. But he probably was in lockdown watching yeah. Buffy. <laughs> Someone's been rewatching <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> June 2020, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty uh, deep COVID there. <laughs> yeah, we were all rewatching Buffy and writing fanfic at that point. Not me. What? <laughs> I have never read or um, <laughs> written any fanfic. This was my first foray. We're going to get you writing fanfic. We're going to get you an account and get some prompts going. Okay, I'll start thinking of some ideas. <laughs> what was up with the, the makeup vampire lady? Yeah, give her a backstory. All right, well, that's all I've got yep. for this episode and for the fanfiction. So um, where can listeners find us on social? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you could find us on Instagram at JustSlayInPod. There's no G there. Uh, or send us an e- email, JustSlayInPod at gmail.com. Again, no G. Uh, to sign off, I'm Hannah. Uh, happy hunting. And I'm Caitlin. Later, Slayers. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs>